what is up my dudes welcome to olympia oddities i'm trista and i'm steven and today we're here to tell you a few stories that all share a similar theme the eerie sound of a baby's cry coming from a water source and that's just inherently creepy oh isn't no it? that's that's an, that's ridiculously creepy Anytime that there's like a baby crying in the dark, nope. out in nature, nope. some remote place, nope. anywhere where you're not expecting a baby. Yep. No, thanks. No. There are basically two schools of thought when it comes to the legend of water babies. The first is that water babies are simply mischievous tricksters hellbent on messing with whatever poor person they come in contact with. I'm that one. If I were a water baby, I'd be that one instantly. Just pulling your little pranks on people, making their life hard for no reason. Yeah. Yeah, I can see it. It sounds fun. It checks out for you. It's a lot of fun. Just throwing banana peels, thumbtacks, marbles all over the place. The other theory is that water babies are murderous entities set on getting revenge and righting past wrongs. See, I could see myself being that too. I, am I? Am I a water baby in the past life? I don't know. I feel like that's a question you have to answer for yourself. Yes, I'm going to say yes. We'll touch on two separate legends about water babies, one taking place in Idaho and the other taking place in Utah. Today's episode is a creepy one and does contain a mention of child death, so be warned. Nope. Gonna get all cannibal corpse up in here. <laughs> Not quite that bad, but you know, <laughs> I thought that I would mention it just in case anyone's sensitive to that stuff. Absolutely. The first legend we'll be discussing today is the water babies of Massacre Rocks. Massacre Rocks is a state park located in American Falls, Idaho. That's a pretty metal name for a state park. I was going to say that literally sounds like a place where like only the the all of the atrocities that happened with rocks in hand. There were no guns. There were no knives. Nothing sharp. It was only rocks, rocks and rocks alone. They just beat the hell out of each other with rocks. They would throw them. They, they'd use them as blunt objects. They just just and it, it seems ridiculous. I'm sure that there is like an actual very sad story behind the name of this. But I feel like it's going to get a Cocaine Bear-esque movie out of it. Much like Cocaine Bear did. American Falls, Idaho is kind of in the Pocatello area of eastern Idaho. Near the very cool Craters of the Moon National Monument and Preserve. Isn't that a cool name? That is a cool name. I know nothing about this. I'm going to look this up. According to the legend, the Shoshone tribe was struck with a severe famine. The famine was so intense that they had come to an awful conclusion. They were unable to feed any more mouths. The mothers of the tribe were forced to drown their babies in a nearby river to try to prevent a short, miserable life of starvation. That's brutal. According to some versions of the legend, though, the babies didn't die. They instead grew gills, fins, and tails and fed themselves off of tadpoles and small fish to survive. Somebody call the National Enquirer. While most of the legends surrounding Idaho water babies report just being able to hear the water babies crying, water babies from other areas are not so harmless. Take, for example, the water babies of Utah Lake, the second legend we'll be discussing today. Utah Lake is located in north-central Utah and covers about 150 square miles. It's also reported to be the home to murder murderous little dwarves capable of perfectly mimicking a baby's cry in order to draw unsuspecting victims into the water. This just sounds like a, a like a subplot to Leprechaun, where like he has like weird abilities that he can just like chill in the water and like just lure people there. I was gonna say that it reminds me of the Kelpie story in like Ireland and Scotland and stuff. 
Oh yeah, of the horses. They look like horses, and they like the kids get on them, and then they like drown them. I remember you telling me about this profoundly sad but kind of fun. The Ute tribe reportedly told tales of these little dwarves that lived in the lake, and told stories of unknowing souls losing their lives after being tricked by the faux baby cry. After jumping into the lake, the water babies would grab their victim and drag them down to the lake's bottom and to their doom. I'm just kind of chuckling at the just just the pairing of words faux baby. Like I feel like that should be like you know you go into like spirit Halloween or whatever and they have all those little babies and whatnot. They're like demonic and zombies and blah blah blah. blah. I feel like that should be that company name, faux baby. Yeah, that's kind of what I envision in my head when I think about the water babies. I kind of think about like those little de- <laughs> like demon and zombie babies that spirit halloween sells like just for some reason in my head when i envisioned them like underneath the lake surface waiting for like a victim that's what, that's I was what thinking. they look like they're like purple <laughs> and green and they got the creepy like whited out eyes i have no idea what they look like in legend well i mean besides like the uh idaho legend that mentioned them having like gills and kind of being like little fishy little fishy but yeah i don't know why i'm imagining the utah ones in specific being very like spirit Experiment. halloween <laughs> the, the, that's exactly where my mind went And if you were able to escape the grasp of the murderous water babies, you still aren't safe in Utah Lake. You see, aside from the water babies, the lake is said to be the home of yet another cryptid. Whoa, wait a minute. Are we getting a two for one? We are getting a two for one in this episode. You didn't tell me we were getting a two for one for this episode. I'm kind of, I'm stoked. Okay, what, what what is this other cryptid? The first reported sighting of the lake monster by a European settler is said to have occurred shortly after the Civil War. The man claimed that he was chased to the shore by a 30-foot reptile. The creature then turned around and swam off where it was by another lake monster. Shortly after this first man was chased by the monster, another man reported seeing the creature. He described it as a huge reptilian creature with the head of a dog, and he'd spotted the creature swimming in the lake's waters. In 1870, a fisherman claimed to have found a giant skull in the area of the lake. The skull had massive tusks and was reportedly a strange shape. But, you know, I couldn't really find out anything about what happened to this alleged skull or <laughs> where it's at now. I was about to say, or... horse skulls are strange shapes. He might have just found, like, a mammoth skull. That's what it sounds like to me. It had tusks and it was a weird shape. You know, like, when you think about, like, an elephant skull, they look insane. They oh, look yeah. like a cyclops. They're insane. So I can imagine seeing that and being like, damn. <laughs> That's fucked up. That's a that's a crazy beast. Yeah. Sightings of this lake creature occurred th- throughout the 1800s and into the 1920s when sightings of the creature began to slow down considerably. So there you have it. Two legends of water babies and an additional lake monster story thrown in just for good measure. Kind of fun. Yeah, I like to surprise people sometimes. <laughs> sometimes you get a little bonus. You click on something expecting it to be one thing. And you get another. Thought you were getting two stories? You're getting three. <laughs> and that's on surprising people. That's on surprising people. No cap. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Olympia Oddities. Make sure to check out our new Tea Public shop where you can buy yourself a shirt, mug, sticker, and more. You can search Olympia Oddities Podcast or find the link in our Instagram bio, which is also at Olympia Oddities Podcast. Be sure to follow us so you get all of the paranormal, cryptic goodness, and true crime goodness right in your feed. And if you want to help us out a ton, you can do that by leaving us a five-star rating. I'm Trista, and my personal Instagram is SaloonGhost. I'm Steven. You can find me at YoLocalWeedMan.com. 
And until next time, friends. <laughs>